Hey, what is going on, everyone? It is Nilo Piero back at it again with the latest installment of the 20th and Blake podcast, a Colorado Rockies-centric podcast powered by Mile High Sports. Hope everyone is doing well here as we uh, get ready to enter the weekend here in, uh, I guess, the middle to late part here of September. It's crazy. Time is just flying by these days with everything going on in the world. And, of course, there's plenty of sports to talk about with all the chaos that's going on in the world as well. So uh, before we dive in, though, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook, guys, America's top-rated sportsbook app. They do just a tremendous job when it comes to daily fantasy and legalized sports betting here in Colorado. You know, I do some work over at denversportsbetting.com. I've been in the betting industry, you know, for about a year now. And I can say from a professional standpoint, you know, DraftKings is definitely a top dog out there. I mean, they are just one of the best. But the reason that I personally really enjoy DraftKings, other than the fact that they support us to do this podcast, of course, is they're, you know, they're the OGs, you know, they're, they're one of the first you know, sports betting, daily fantasy companies to be around. And I remember when I was a junior, senior in high school, you know, six, seven years ago, whatever it was now, um, I remember that DK logo, you know, with the crown and all these crazy bonuses and all this and that. And so it's just been, um, it's been very fun to see how DraftKings has blossomed here over, you know, the last decade or so, you know, they've been around for a minute. So, um, yeah, I want to give just a big shout out to our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook for continuing to support the show and the podcast and all the work we do online at MileHighSports.com. And I'll have uh, some cool promotion offers for you guys later on in this podcast if you want to bet some of the football coming up and some of the other sports we got on tap. And it's just crazy. I know, like, before we dive into the Rockies and specifically Nolan Arenado, it's just like, it's such an overwhelming time to be a sports fan. It's so fun. You know, we got the Nuggets tonight in Game 4. We've got, you know, the Rockies about to round out their season. We've got a huge UFC card coming up this weekend. And then, of course, NFL Sunday with the with the, with the the uh, Stanley Cup Finals also going on. It is just absolutely insane right now to be a sports fan. Absolutely insane. So um, whether you're betting, whether you're watching, whatever it is, it's just there's so much action right now. So it's just awesome, guys. It's just it's been a blast, you know, considering where the world was at there for a minute um, how, how everything was going and no sports, you couldn't go to a restaurant, like all this kind of stuff. Um, just the fact that we're, we are where we are right now with COVID and everything, I think is fantastic. So, uh, but let's, let's dive into the Colorado Rockies guys. And it looks like it's going to be another sad, cold ending, uh, for this season for the Colorado Rockies right now, sitting with a record of 24 and 31. So almost they're more than, you know, it's just, it has been tough, you know, just almost, Almost, you know, a full 10 games here below 500. And uh, second to last place there in the National League West Division, uh, barely above the Arizona Diamondbacks, who are 22 and 34. Um, It's just, it's not good, guys. And Nolan Arenado here shut down for the season with a shoulder injury. So that's obviously not going to help anything. And we'll dive into, you know, could could we have seen the last of Nolan Arenado in a Rockies uniform here in a minute? But let's just take a look at what we've got on the slate here for uh the Rockies moving forward they got their they're going to wrap up their season series with the San Francisco Giants today um actually starting here in about 20 minutes and then um they're going to have a four game doubleheader um not a sorry they have a two game doubleheader against the Diamondbacks on Friday but they're going to play that four game series from Friday through Sunday so five games remaining that's it folks for your fighting Colorado Rockies I don't even know if I can call them the fighting Colorado Rockies this year because they really haven't put up much of a fight if I'm being honest, and uh, yeah, I mean, let, let, we can't beat around the bush anymore. You know, they're not making the playoffs this year, which is a disgrace in and of itself. Um, this team has some real, real issues, and this team could have a really different look next year, you know, and moving forward, because I think uh, we may have seen the last of Nolan Arenado 
um, as a Colorado Rocky in a Rockies uniform, and that 20th and Blake, which is really unfortunate considering that, one, he's an all-time great talent, and two, you know, the fans weren't able to be there and support him and all that kind of stuff, and, you know, if, if this, if, if because, I mean, Nolan went on the injury list with his shoulder soreness, um, you know, if this really is it for Arenado, that's, that's a pretty sad ending for someone who I think we can all consider probably the best player in franchise history, or at least the most talented player in franchise history. And that's no disrespect to Larry Walker, who's about to get into the hall of fame and, and, um, and, um, oh my gosh, Todd Helton. I don't know why I was forgetting that. Excuse me. Um, but Nolan Arenado is a superstar talent, you know, and, and those guys are great. Larry Walker, obviously, like I said, going to be in the hall of fame, but Arenado is in my lifetime, probably the best player I've seen besides Mike Trout, you know, especially just being up close and personal. He's a stud. And the fact that the Rockets were unable to win consistently with, you know, him and Charlie Blackman and Trevor Story and David Dahl and Kyle Freeland, it's just, it's so disheartening, you know, as someone that covers the team. And I'm sure for all you Rockies fans out there, it's just got to be extremely frustrating. But um, Patrick Saunders at the Denver Post had a really great article um, come out, I think, what, three or four days ago, just about Nolan Arenado and uh, everything that's going on. And I think, you know, a lot of it kind of is, is common knowledge at this point too, you know. Um, we've known for, since Nolan, you know, first started to emerge as a voice within the Rockies clubhouse that the most important thing for him in his career, you know, moving forward, wherever he's at in his career is the ability to win and win consistently. Now, if you remember, he signed this this massive eight-year deal um, right after the Rockies made the postseason in 2018. Obviously, they did not make the postseason last year, and they're not going to make the postseason this year, even with the expanded playoffs and only 60 games and all that. And I listen, I, I'm, a, I'm a little bit of a sucker here because I thought that the Rockies were going to potentially turn it around and, and put forth a nice uh, little run here over the course of 60 games, but that was not that has not been the case at all, at all. Um, so here, here's a quote from Patrick Saunders' uh, story from the Denver Post here, um, and I'll just kind of read this excerpt. During his time in Colorado, Arenado has repeatedly said that his primary primary objective is to play for a contending team. Last week, when asked if the Rockies need to qualify for the playoffs in order to show that the team is heading in the right direction, he said, quote, absolutely, no question for me. Eight teams out of 15, eight teams out of 15 make the playoffs, and if we are not one of those eight teams, that's not a very good sign, um, end quote. And I think that is uh, spot on from Arenado. You know, there's really no more excuses. He, he's, what, 28 now? You know, he's getting towards the end of that prime. He's going to be 30 years old here. You know, he his best baseball isn't necessarily ahead of him, you know, for that much longer. You know, he his best days are right now, you know, and he's got to try to maximize that. And um, obviously going on the injured list and how this season has played out is not accomplishing that for him. So um, we'll have to see. And then Arenado also, um, another excerpt here from uh, Patrick Saunders' story, he points the finger at his own, at himself in reflection. He says, quote, I've got to look in the mirror. I'm not going to put... Uh, total blame on my sore shoulder. The blame goes on me. I'm just not performing the way that I should. But playing with something nagging isn't very fun. It's kind of hard to compete. But I'm not going to put all the uh, put all of the blame on this. Um, obviously, you can't totally blame the injury guys. But it's like I said, it's just unfortunate that he's not playing well. You know, this has probably been the worst stretch of his career that we've seen. And hopefully, it's not a sign of things to come for him because he's an extremely talented player. But you know, you just do, you have to wonder what happens here with Nolan Arenado moving forward and the Colorado Rockies. Um, so, it's uh, he can opt out of the deal here after the 2021 season as well. So, I mean, I guess he could have one more year here in Colorado. Um, but let's remember, guys, he has a feud right now with General Manager Jeff Breidich. You know, him and him and Breidich have not seen eye to eye, and 
you know, the trade value and leverage the Rockies have is dismal. So it's like if, if, if he wants out and you try to trade him this off, I mean, you have to try to trade him if he wants out, which I'm expecting to be the case. You have to try to get some value, but it's not going to be great value considering, you know, how, 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 how high caliber of a player Nolan is. So, you know, it's going to be very interesting to see how that situation plays out. Um, and let, let's talk about it a little bit more here in a minute because I do want to tell you about our good friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook because they have some great promos. I told you guys at the beginning of this show that I would tell you about this. So uh, week two of the fo- uh, football is in the books and now it is time to review the tape and get ready for week three. There is no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of week three, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the app store now because you do not want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when they bet on any team. That's right, you can place $1, you can place a $1 bet on any team, and if that team wins, you cash a cool Benjamin. How could you pass that up, guys? Don't worry. If football isn't for you, DraftKings is giving all you MMA fans the same great offer for, to use for this weekend's UFC 253 event. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. Pick any team during Week 3, bet $1 on them, and win $100 if they win. That's $1 to win $100 when you use promo code MHS during sign-up for a limited time only, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 years or older, Colorado only, eligibility restrictions apply, see DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 i mean that's that's a wild offer from our friends over at DraftKings sportsbook guys they're literally pick a football team to win place a dollar down and if they win you're getting 100 bucks like that's insane so be sure to check out our friends over at DraftKings sportsbook guys they do an absolutely tremendous job uh weekend day in and day out really i mean there's just crazy new promos that i'm saying i mean every every little read that i have to do and every promo that they send my way i'm just like blown away um, with, with what they're able to offer to their customers and those people that, uh, you know, their new signups and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, but back to the Rockies and, and Nolan Arenado and his relationship with Jeff Reitich. And it's not a good one, folks. Um, you know, obviously they were able to kind of mend the tide here to, you know, let bygones be bygones and play out the season. But, um, I, I, I subscribe to the thought that if the Rockies were able to make the postseason, you know, and this is also feeding off the quote from Saunders article that, uh, if the Rockies made the postseason, you might be able to change Nolan's mind, but, Obviously, that's not going to be the case. You've probably done the exact opposite. I think that this season has just reinforced Nolan Arenado's uh, decision to want to leave. I mean, if he wants to stay, if he decides to stay, I think he's just, I'm not trying to say he's soft, but I mean, like, I don't know, it's not phony either, but like, what are you doing? Like, you've talked about how, like, your entire career, all you want to do is win and win and be competitive, and you're obviously not going to do that here. So, I mean, just connecting the dots in regards to what he said, some of the tension that's been going on between him and the front office, and and just where he's at in his career, it seems like the logical decision for him is to either request a trade, um, or if if, if a trade does not go through, he'll play one more season for the Rockies, and, and that'll be it. But I think if you are the Rockies, you have to, you know, call a spade a spade here. You know that you have not done enough to support Nolan to win. Um, you can certainly point some of the blame to Jeff Breidich because they just got they just dumped Wade Davis. They designated him for assignment, and um, so now Wade Davis, Jake McGee, Brian Shaw, Mike Dunn, like every free agent relief pitcher the Rockies have signed has been booty, just awful. Like not even not even remotely good. Like Jake McGee had some spurts there, and and Wade Davis was good in 2018. But I mean, for the the totality of the, con- I mean, these guys haven't even lived out the totality of their contracts before getting dumped. 
So, I mean, that tells you everything you need to know, you know, between letting DJ LeMahieu go as well in favor of Daniel Murphy. That has been a disastrous move as well. Adam Adovino, you just let him walk. Um, that He was going to be hard to retain anyway, but, you know, it's just, it's so unfortunate. It's just, like, the general manager in the front office have not done a good enough job of acquiring resources for this team. And maybe part of that is investing in older outfielders and older players instead of younger players. I don't know what it is. Because why? I don't know why you're giving Ian Desmond that contract. I don't know why you're giving Daniel Murphy the contract he gave him. I can understand the pitchers because you got to overpay for pitching, but I don't know. It just seems like a lot of what the Rockies front office has tried to do here in the last four, five, six years. I mean, even going back to the Tulo trade, I mean, that was a bust for both teams. But, I mean, Jeff Hoffman has been just not good. Not good at all. Miguel Castro has not been on the team for like three years now either. Um so it's just, it, the Rockies are in a lot of trouble, guys. Uh, I think, you know, I was talking with some people too, like maybe this is, and this is definitely a, a conversation for another day and a podcast for another day as we get closer to the offseason here. But it, it, are you, should you just blow it up? Like, should you just trade Trevor Story too? Should you trade David Dahl? He can't stay healthy. You got to flip Blackman, right? Because it's like trading Arenado. You're not going to be competitive if you're trading Arenado. With this pitching staff and this, you're years away right now from being competitive once again if you're the Colorado Rockies. So what do you do? I don't know. It's 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 the big question here. How will the Rockies handle this? History tells us they'll probably we'll, we'll see what Arenado. I think they're just gonna they want Blackman to retire a Rocky. They're gonna hold on to their guys for as long as they can, and, and that's gonna be it. And they're they're gonna be stuck in purgatory as they have been, you know, for the last fifteen plus years. You know, they're gonna get lucky every now and again, hopefully, and, and go on a little bit of a run and maybe make the postseason every now and again. But collectively, uh, this team is not gonna be competitive consistently here for a minute so I don't know what that means <laughs> I don't know what that means it's just a, a definitely a hard time to be a Colorado Rockies fan because you might lose the best player you've had in the franchise history and you might not be competitive for at least another three four years but anything's possible who knows maybe they find a way to bounce back but it's it's just looking grim really 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 grim right now for the Colorado Rockies so that's going to do it for me, folks. want to thank you guys for listening to the latest installment of the 20th of Blake podcast, as always presented by our good friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. They do an absolutely fantastic job over there, guys, so please be sure to check them out online at DraftKings. They're just a phenomenal company when it comes to the daily fantasy and legalized sports betting here in Colorado. But a uh, big night for the Denver Nuggets as well, Game 4, so I'll be uh, heading downtown, going to probably go watch that at a sports bar somewhere. Hopefully they can out up this series 1-1. Um, if you guys want to follow my work, be sure to check me out on social media at Media by AP. And then um, you can check out my betting work online at denversportsbetting.com as well. But I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this installment of the 20th and Blake podcast. Be sure to like, rate, subscribe, all that good stuff wherever you listen to your podcast. And check out all the fantastic work that we have coming out still uh, through the pandemic and all that kind of stuff online at milehighsports.com, Mile High Sports Magazine. And, of course, the radio station, AM 1340 FM 1047. But that's going to do it for me, folks. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll talk to you guys later this week.